Oh, baby, the war is on in the Republican Party. The choice is clear now. You either go with Donald Trump and 75 million Americans who legally voted for him, or you go down the path of losing and a leader who likes to lose and a Senate minority leader who enjoys being just that, the minority party. Donald Trump, former president of the United States, firing back, unloading on Mitch McConnell tonight. We'll get to that statement um, that he made a little later on in the program. But, all right, I watched the Biden town hall tonight. He was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. CNN, fake news, CNN, Anderson Cooper, the little weasel, Gloria Vanderbilt is the reason he's there and has all of his money. Anderson Cooper uh, was the moderator for the town hall. And so many of the things that Joe Biden said didn't make sense. He was rambling, and he, on so many occasions, flat out blatantly lied to the American people. And while he was doing all of this, he received not an ounce of pushback from Anderson Cooper whatsoever. He didn't take a single audience question from a Republican, let alone a conservative. Nothing. All Democrat softball questions and his answers no pushback whatsoever none so how can you have and by the way we'll get to Fredo Cuomo as the program unfolds how is he an ethical journalist when he refuses to even mention his brother Andrew Cuomo and the absolute scandal that is imploding around the governor of New York City and that's it, surrounding nursing homes. No one told Andrew Cuomo that it that he had to, in order to slow the spread of COVID, put COVID-positive patients into nursing homes. What did that accomplish? Well, it just had more and more New Yorkers dying. I, Andrew Cuomo has blood on his hands. And Fredo Cuomo, his brother, refuses to even mention it. Remember, he was laughing with Andrew Cuomo and had the big uh, swab and was saying, is, is this what they had to put in that nose ears, right? And he thought it was so funny, both of them laughing hysterically while New Yorkers were dying. The left doesn't care about Americans losing their lives. Why should they? As long as they have power, they're fine. They need power. They are so hungry and thirsty. They desire it. They have nothing else if they don't have power. So some of the things, and we'll get to Cuomo, but sticking with Anderson Cooper for a second here, how can he call himself an ethical journalist? Because you know full well, if Donald Trump was on that stage with Anderson Cooper, it would have been like the town hall with Savannah Guthrie. Remember, Savannah Guthrie married to Al Gore's chief of staff. Yeah, wow, she's definitely unbiased, right? You know, the all-out attack that she uh, started with Donald Trump and went all the way through the town hall. That's what it would have looked like if it was Donald Trump on stage, not Joe Biden tonight. 
But instead, Anderson Cooper let Joe Biden talk. It and everything he said must have been factual. It must have been correct. Must have been accurate because he's a Democrat. Anderson Cooper, Democrat, and that and 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 this is what we are going to see as Joe Biden does more and more town halls, and who knows how many he's going to actually be able to accomplish because to me it seems like he has trouble completing sentences. I'm sick and tired of hearing the excuse that, oh, well, he has a stutter. He has a stutter. Well, he's the president of the United States. And by the way, the uh, iPOTUS, I think it was Red State who uh, spoke about that, um, who uh, uh, made me aware of that term, which I still love to this very day, iPOTUS, the illegitimate president of the United States. Call him whatever you want, but this guy's supposed to be representing our country. He's supposed to be the most powerful person in the entire world. But now it seems as if he's going to be vice president again. Some breaking news coming out uh, today about Kamala Harris. But anyway, so let me just get to some of the quotes that Joe Biden used tonight in his town hall. So he was asked, and here's the question straight from CNN. Are racial disparities in COVID-19 vaccinations a priority for your administration and how will they be addressed because again remember it's all about race with the democrat party when they have nothing else to argue and they they can't argue a lot of points because if the american people uh saw a direct comparison of republican ideologies and values and principles you put them up against the lefts and the democrat party well 10 out of 10 times conservatives are going to win i truly believe that here's joe biden's answer though there's there's some trouble you know, minorities is what he said and i'm paraphrasing for him but you can go back and listen to the quote yourself minorities don't know how to use or how to get online okay so we're going with this is this the hill that joe biden and the democrat party are going to die on is that what when are minorities going to wake up and understand that they see the democrat party see minorities as victims and they want to keep playing the victim card well i got news for you joe it's 2021 there has never been a better time to be on this earth for equality and for racism going away i would say you know, the the whole issue of systemic racism it's not a thing in 2021 there are so many people who are so accepting of everyone's diversity their culture choice their religion i, I, I everyone that that i know that i associate myself with are are, are totally understanding and accepting of everyone in this country i mean the the biggest one of the biggest lies that the left will always utilize to try to damage the right is to say well they're homophobic no we're not we don't care who you love they're they're misogynistic really because our gop chairwoman right now ronya mcdaniel really does that show that we're misogynistic that we that we don't believe in in uh, uh propping up women and wanting equality for women 
I mean, I, I, I wait till you hear what Jen Psaki said, right? It's just, we must not be doing enough on the right for women. Well, here's the thing, though. We don't see women and uh, black and Asian and Hispanic and all the different races that are in the United States of America, but we see each individual person as just that, an individual person. And guess what? If you're nice to us, we're going to be nice to you. Now, that shouldn't even have to be said. But because the Democrats spew that sort of hatred at the right and you get no pushback from the media whatsoever, we always, always, always have to go back and clarify it. Think about the outrage, the backlash. If Donald Trump were to say, minorities don't know how to use the internet, and it shouldn't be a surprise I mean, this is coming from the same exact guy who helped draft the 1994 crime bill, which locked up thousands of African Americans. Are you saying there's predators on our street? I don't want my kids to grow up in a racial jungle. Or the first, wow, look at Barack Hussein Obama. The first articulate, mainstream, and clean african-american wow i tell you what that's storybook no conservative talks that way or any conservative that i know of that should be a part of the conservative movement that represents it none of them are like that and it, uh, on top of all of that remember this is the same joe unity biden who says that ah well you know what if you don't know if you even dare consider think about what the other guy is saying what that pesky racist republican trump is saying and you even listen to that you don't know whether you're for me or you're for donald trump that nasty racist republican trump well then you ain't black that's what joe biden said that's his exact quote remember look at how quick that's disappeared in the media there's still this is our media by the way who are still pushing the charlottesville good people on both side hoax they cut up they edited exactly what donald trump said when he condemned uh, the white supremacists as well in the charlottesville and the rioting that was going on in charlottesville but they made it look like and remember Joe Biden started his campaign based on this lie. And that was, again, all from the mainstream media. There is a media crisis in this country. They don't report truth. They don't report facts. They're not accurate. They're Democrat talking. They're, they're, they're the mouthpiece of the Democrat Party. They carry the water for Democrats. And did you see some of the headlines coming out of our so-called media talking oh joe biden defeats his granddaughter at mario kart oh wow hard-hitting journalism from democrats in the media i believe that was in uh newsweek and yet it was either cnn or washington post Saying that Joe Biden likes the fire and he likes a log. And sometimes he even puts a log on the fire himself. I'm like, wow. 
All right, so this is what we're going to see for the next 1,433 days. Another Joe Biden quote, no one should work 40 hours a week and live in poverty. It is time to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, remember the Congressional Budget Office and the, uh, the report that they put forward saying that 1.4 million jobs would be lost if we raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour? I mean, it's just a clear contradiction of, of, of Biden's quote in and itself. Joe Biden, now this was something, right? Joe Biden says, I'm going to get to the China comment in a second, which is just unbelievable how an American president or a guy that calls himself the American president could possibly say what he said about China tonight. It's just, it's beyond belief. Remember, I said this all the way in the buildup to the election, that Donald Trump needs to win the election if we're going to hold China accountable. If Biden wins, well, we as a country, we bow down to China. He says he says he was uh, adjusting to life in the White House. I get up, I get up in the morning. I look at Jill and I say, "Where the hell are we?" Well, that doesn't surprise me. He probably does say that. He's got no idea where he is. But when he was talking about China and what they were doing to Uyghurs, remember Uyghurs are Muslims. They're being put in so-called re-education camps, which are concentration camps. Looking back at Hitler, that's exactly what's going on over in China right now with Uyghurs. This is Joe Biden's reaction. He says that, you know, President Xi, he he gets it. But there, you know, there's just, there's culturally, culturally there are different norms in in what culture, in what society, is it okay to put Muslims in concentration camps? And then, when we see a regime doing it, and again, it's 2021, how is there still a communist regime in China right now, and no one wants to hold them accountable, except Donald Trump at this point in time? And on top of that, on top of the Uyghurs, and on top of them having a communist regime, they started a world war. Every single death from COVID is on the hands of President Xi of China. It's called the China virus, AP News, not because of the, the, the right-wing conspiracy and Republicans trying to call it the China virus. Well, they're calling it the China virus because, wow, how about this? It came from China. Now, Joe Biden, now it's just, just culturally different norms. I'm, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Then he says, oh, there, there will be repercussions for China. Oh, really? Because I haven't seen it yet. Now, Joe Biden, he's not going to hold China accountable. How is his son going to get his paycheck? Uh, on top of all of this, you know, he wants to forgive $10,000 of student loan uh, uh, debt and say, uh, well, and, 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 and my response to that, I'd say, Joe, and by the way, he says he's not ready to, to forgive $50,000 worth of student debt yet. Well, what I want to know is what about the people that have already paid off their student loan? Are they going to get a blank check? 
for $10,000? I mean, you notice the left can never, ever answer that question? Now, maybe one of the big, it, it, this was just, it was a blatant lie. And, and guess what? Anderson Cooper, no pushback whatsoever from that weasel. Here's what he said. He said when he got there, his administration, right? There was no vaccine when he came into office. Now, wait a minute here. And by the way, Kaylee Mack and any former White House press secretary pushing back on it. Biden says there was no vaccine when he came to office. This is abjectly false. President Trump brought about the fastest vaccine for a novel pathogen in history. How does Joe get away with this? Easy, Kaylee. Because he's a Democrat. Because he has a D next to his name. Now, um, here's the funniest part about it. Remember when they were uh, Joe Biden was on video receiving his first dose and his second dose of COVID? Here's a C this is from CNN. Again, CNN are the ones that put this town hall together. CNN headline, January 11th, nine days before Joe Biden was even inaugurated. Here's your headline. Biden receives second dose of coronavirus vaccine on camera. So Anderson Cooper, if you're an ethical, honest journalist that has integrity, you would say, that's not true at all, Mr. President. Because we reported, we even showed it on camera, the whole world saw you get your second dose of the vaccine, completing uh, his vaccination, nine days before you even came to power. But he didn't. And then this CNN fact checker, this little liberal pajama boy piece of trash, Daniel Dale, looks like he's never had a girlfriend in his entire life. Saying, well, 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 Biden, Biden had said just prior that there were only 50 million vaccine doses when he took office. I'm looking, at, uh, by the way, he talks exactly like that, like there's a feather in his mouth. I'm looking into that claim and a bunch of other claims Biden made tonight, but he clearly wasn't trying to claim the vaccine didn't exist at all under Trump. Yes, he did. He literally said that. So here's my thing. How are we supposed to believe fact checkers because if this was and by the way no other tweets tonight from from daniel dell cnn fact checker right if this was a donald trump town hall and you can go back look through all the donald trump town halls in the build-up to the election fact check fact check fact check fact check that's all this guy does i mean it's his job he's upset he was obsessed with donald trump he should be obsessed with joe biden the same way that he is donald trump but here's the thing nothing from him tonight not a single thing and by the way as far as being obsessed with donald trump goes it's not just daniel dale pajama boy of cnn but it's all of cnn it's all of msdnc it's all of abc nbc cbs there is the, they they just cannot quit donald trump they can't they need him. You know, I've, I've seen the memes uh, going around where, where literally it's like CNN, you know, uh, 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 injecting Donald Trump into their veins. It, 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 it rings true. 
I mean, these people, they don't, by the way, they don't want to cover the Biden administration. They don't want any part of a Biden administration. Not that they don't appreciate him in power. Of course they do, because that means that Donald Trump is out. But they don't want to have Joe Biden have a gaffe on their network or when they're interviewing him. They don't want their hands on that whatsoever. The less they see of Joe Biden, the better. Because then they can say, oh, well, Joe Biden is so presidential. He doesn't call us the fake news media. He doesn't refer to us refer to us as the enemy of the people. That was just that mean, nasty, evil, racist, orange man Donald Trump who did that. I mean, the, the, the Daily Mail, just it, it, the obsession with Trump is unbelievable. I, I, he can't do a thing without them reporting on him. All he wants to do is play golf right now. And they, it, it, uh, Donald Trump playing golf after he was acquitted. Well, let him. Why can't he? This guy, you guys just put him through hell for four long years. His campaign got spied on. His transition team spied on. His presidency spied on by the FBI who we're supposed to trust. Make no mistake about it. Donald Trump's presidency was one of the biggest, most successful presidencies that's probably ever been in this country. I mean, he showed how corrupt the Democrat Party is, the mainstream media is, the FBI is, the CIA, institutions, colleges, universities. I mean, he he has clearly shown the American people this is what he's up against. This is what we are up against as conservatives. I've said it before. It's no miracle. It's a miracle that Donald Trump was elected as president. So anyway, I, I mean, I, unbelievable. Uyghurs, no, I'm not going to speak out about it, Biden said. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to speak out about it. Go back and listen to his words. Then you can throw out, oh, well, he misspoke. He misspoke. He does that all the time. Really? Because as far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden is a disgrace to the presidency, to this country. Uh, it's unbelievable. It really is. This is what we're going to deal with. We're on defense now, folks. We are by all means on defense right now. We got to put up with it, though. 1,433 days to go. Let's make sure not a day longer than that. Okay, so let's get into the Trump statement now. It is clear as day. McConnell's on one side. Donald Trump's on the other side. Which way is the Republican Party going to go? Now, we have some polling behind this um, as well, which... Uh, 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 sort of backs up my theory on on what's going on in the Republican Party right now, which direction we should turn as a party. Donald Trump's statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States, the Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with political, in quotes, leaders like Senator Mitch McConnell at its helm. McConnell's dedication to business as usual, status quo policies, together with his lack of political insight, wisdom, skill, and personality, has rapidly driven him from majority leader to minority leader. And it will only get worse. 
the Democrats and Charles E. Schumer play McConnell like a fiddle. They've never had it so good, and they want to keep it that way. We know our America First agenda is a winner, not McConnell's Beltway First agenda or Biden's America Last. He says, my only regret from the 2020 election is that McConnell begged for my strong support and endorsement before the great people of Kentucky in the 2020 election, and I gave it to him. He went from one point down to 20 points up and won. How quickly he forgets. Without my endorsement, McConnell would have lost and lost badly. Now his numbers are lower than ever before. He is destroying the Republican side of the Senate and in so doing, seriously hurting our country. Wouldn't you think that this is like an op-ed from a Washington Post or a New York Times reporter? Like after, I don't know, let's say for instance, when the Senate confirmed Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. This is, this is something that you could see from them. But this is from Donald Trump. This is how angry, this is how outraged, this is how furious he is at Senator uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Likewise, McConnell has no credibility on China because of his family's substantial Chinese business holdings. He does nothing on this tremendous economy, economic excuse me, and military threat. Mitch is a dour, sullen, and unsmiling political hack. And if Republican senators are going to stay with him, they will not, will not win again. He will never do what needs to be done or what is right for our country. Where necessary and appropriate, I will back primary rivals who espouse making America great again and our policy of America first. We want brilliant, strong, thoughtful, and compassionate leadership. This is a big moment for our country and we cannot let it pass by using third-rate leaders to dictate our future i mean that is the boom donald trump laying down the law here's the line mitch what your your choice your move what are you going to do step aside and allow republicans to win the house in 2022 win the senate back in 2022 or are you going to continue to make the republican party the losing party he M mitch mcconnell loves the position he's in right now he's still leader of the republican party in the senate but he's in the minority so he doesn't have to do anything when mcconnell said winners make policy losers go home well, he wanted himself to be the loser because then he can go home to Kentucky and say, listen, I'm trying all I can. I'm in the I'm in the minority right now. And then he doesn't have to do a single thing. He gets his paycheck. He, you know, and, and, and again, by the way, this is a guy who's been in the Senate since the 80s. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, I, I'm not sure if, there's a person more disliked in this country right now than Mitch McConnell. 
and, and, and that's looking at it objectively. I mean, I could easily say it's Joe Unity Biden, right? And how much of a fraud uh, that he is and how illegitimate of a president that he is. But McConnell is hated, hated by both sides right now. And Donald Trump, this is right now. Donald Trump, they, basically, he could have he could have wrapped that up into a statement and said, make your choice, Republicans. Do you want the Donald Trump make America great again agenda? Or do you want Mitch McConnell make Washington, D.C. great again agenda? Now, this is backed up by the Ameri uh, Peace and American Greatness, Matthew Booz, writing. And this was yesterday, by the way. Republicans acquit Trump, but leave his supporters defenseless. He argues for years we have heard from Democrats about the obligation of Republicans to stand up to Trump. These lamentations uh, have taken on new fervor since the GOP denied Democrats their latest wish by voting to acquit Donald Trump of inciting insurrection. Democrats tell us that this acquittal was merely the latest attack on democracy by the Republican Party, which we are to believe has totally devolved into QAnon-inspired domestic extremism. Now, he argues and says that no, that um, why should Trump supporters join the left in grieving an insurrection that the left is using to disingenuously target them? Why are conservatives now required to welcome their persecution? No one can answer that because it's absurd. Of course, they are not questions that are supposedly to be asked in the first place, a uh, supposed, excuse me, but conservatives are supposed to accept that they are the bad guys and eventually come around to doing what the left says. That's what Joe Biden is talking about when he says unity. I'll read it again. Conservatives need to accept that they're the bad guys and come around to doing what the left says. Now, Booz argues, don't keep playing a rigged game. The impeachment clown show brought this to a four, to the four, excuse me. Trump lawyers did a splendid job rattling off the left's long train of abuses from the mostly peaceful riots over the summer to their relentless effort to overthrow Trump as they spent years defaming him as a Russian agent. And by the way, where was Mitch McConnell throughout all of that? Where was Mitch McConnell saying this whole Trump-Russia collusion is nothing but a conspiracy? From the Democrat Party never once spoke out about that. The point they raised, the Trump lawyers, was critical and one that cannot go unaddressed. Why are some riots okay, but not others? Why is it fine for some people to question the legitimacy of elections, but not others? Underneath lurks one all-important question. Why? Why must conservatives play this rigged game? Democrats never have to moderate, only Republicans. The funny thing is as much as the left likes to paint the GOP as beholden to extremists, it's hard to think of what more the GOP could do to betray their own voter base. Again, Democrats are stabbing us in the front. Republicans are stabbing us in the back. That's what's so hard about being a conservative. 
The GOP seldom put up a fight on any issue of consequence to their voters, and they do absolutely nothing to protect conservatives from our hostile ruling class. Now, he also argues another point, we are all extremists now. The controversy with Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't really about her, just like the insurrection propaganda isn't about Trump or what he supposedly did. It's about classifying Trump supporters as illegitimate and un-American. Now, a great piece by Matthew Booz, by the way, like I said, that's an American greatest. You want to read it um, all for yourself, but I have to move on. So The Hill comes out with a poll now that I think is a good indicator as to which way Republicans and conservatives, and again, I'm talking about uh, Republican voters in this country, not Republic, uh, uh, Republican elected politicians, but this was in The Hill yesterday. Here's the poll. 75% of Republicans want Trump to play a prominent role in the GOP. So, three third, uh, excuse me, three quarters of Republicans said they want former Trump to play a prominent role despite his second impeachment trial. A Quinnipiac University poll determined 75% of Republican respondents expressed interest in Trump continuing to play a prominent role in the GOP. 60% of all Americans said they did not want Trump to have an important role um, in the party, including 96% of Democrats, you understand why, and 61% of independents. Those 96% of Democrats are terrified of Donald Trump. A majority of respondents, 55%, also said the former president should not be permitted to hold elected office in the future. Republicans again strayed from the majority, with 87% saying that Trump should be allowed to hold elected office. I'm telling you right now, and I think, is there any difference right now from Democrats, uh, elected Democrats, than Mitch McConnell? I think as well as Democrats, and, and, and this can go for voters as well, but I think more so in the politicians, they are absolutely shaking in their boots because they don't want Donald Trump to run again. They are terrified of the Trump train, those Trump supporters, as Booz argues, those domestic terrorists that we're now all, any conservative, any Republican, whether you support Trump or not, we're all domestic terrorists now in the left's eyes. Now, CNN, Don Lemon, quote, after Trump GOP uh, after Trump, the GOP can't say they don't agree with racists, white supremacists, and anti-Semites. Don Lemon saying, and by the way, this was in response to, and this is in Breitbart, Adam Kinzinger. So Adam Kinzinger is one of the biggest rhino Republicans that there is in the not only the Congress, but the country itself. So his family wrote him a letter and said that basically you, you, you've disgraced your family uh, you know, you, what you're doing isn't great. You've lost the respect of your family. So Don Lemon responding to that says there's so much there when it comes to that Adam, uh, letter of Adam, uh, that letter Adam Kinzinger and Republicans and Trump supporters as a whole. 
Trump supporters have taken over the Republican Party. The Republican Party can no longer say that they don't agree with the insurrectionists, with the bigots, with the racists, with the white supremacists, with the anti-Semites, because that's what they have clearly shown through their actions, especially over the last five years. Don Lemon continued, with him showing that letter, first of all, they should probably figure out what Christianity really means. And I think that I would love to ask Adam Kinzinger that. He's so far refused to come on the show. I would like to ask him, where were we? Where were he? And I'm glad that he's do, doing it. Don't get me wrong. I think we should take people where they are and then move forward. But I want to know where Republicans like Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, go figure, of course, Don Lemon would bring up Liz Cheney, and all of the others, where they were when this stuff was festering in the Republican Party for years. And again, this goes back to race. That's how Democrats are. Now, this narrative in the media continues. Now, Joe Scarborough, MSDNC, Morning Joe, right? And, and Mika Brzezinski, his, I believe it's his wife at this point in time, sits there and you know basically uh, repeats the talking points put forward by Joe. Well, this is how Joe Scarborough characterized the rioting that happened in the summer. He said, I'm not going to confuse a taco stand. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So small businesses that were vandalized and destroyed all throughout the summer, you know, that was just taco stands, says Joe Scarborough. I'm not going to confuse a taco stand with the United States Capitol, right? Because he believes that all that riding this no no that's okay but when it comes to the u.s capitol no 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 absolutely not that can't happen i mean i i, I on january 6th i'm pretty sure i said it wow okay wow the, now the left care about rioting i mean what a joke mark simone who's a talk radio host uh i think sums it up perfectly crazy morning joe scarborough getting trashed for insulting and dismissing the thousands of great American businesses and major retail stores, courthouses, and police stations that were burned and destroyed in the 125 violent 2020 riots. And he should be. Think about that. Think about if you're a small business owner, right? And maybe you make tacos for a living. I'm not going to confuse some taco stand with the United States Capitol, says Joe Scarborough. I mean, this elitist mentality that the left have, it, 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 you can, it's more visible now than it's ever been. They're not afraid to tell you how they feel about you now. And when they tell you how they feel about you, you better listen. Joe Biden thinks that Trump supporters, they're all they're, uh, ugly, domestic terrorists. Well, what does Obama think? Oh, they're, they're, they're bitter. They cling to religion and guns. Hillary Clinton says they're they're irredeemable. They're a basket of deplorables. Anderson Cooper, who was just on tonight, played center stage. Look at them. Look at those Trump supporters. And you know what? They're going to go back to the Olive Garden. And they're going to go to the uh, Marriott and the Holiday Inn. And they're going to think they did a good job. Right? How about Peter Strzok? Think about this. FBI agent saying that, oh, I can I can smell the Trump supporters in Walmart. Cuomo last night, Fredo Cuomo that is, mentioned the name Cuomo once. 
And that's when he was starting his show and said, hi, I'm Chris Cuomo. Not a single mention of Andrew Cuomo. That should show you right then and there how corrupt our mainstream media is. He's now imagine if someone is a viewer of so they love uh, 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 Fredo Cuomo and they think that he's the best news anchor they've ever seen. They wouldn't know us and, and they get their news from him. They wouldn't know a single thing about the nursing home deaths if they were just watching Chris Cuomo's show because he's suppressing it, suppressing the truth. Why do you think Donald Trump says these people are the enemy of the people? Because they are. Also on CNN today, Dr. Anthony Fauci, liberal Democrat Fauci, America's doctor, Jim Scuto, who is a Democrat himself, asked um, uh, Fauci and said, you know, you think the, uh, you think the Cuomo administration uh, they they should uh you think they should take some some blame here for the nursing home scandal, and he says well Cuomo says that he was just following federal guidelines is is that true quote from the liberal Democrat Fauci, I'm not trying to evade your question he says but uh, but you know I I just don't want to comment on that right, well here's what's so funny about it, because he's never had a single criticism of Andrew Cuomo but back in July this is what Fauci said New York as a model for fighting COVID they did the right thing they did it correctly his exact quote we know that when you do it properly you bring down those cases we have done it we have done it in New York now also in July, headline from the Hill, DeSantis, remember Ron DeSantis of Florida, probably the best governor in the country, breaking with Fauci, saying Florida didn't rush a reopening. DeSantis said, and this is back in July, I think there was really no justification to not move forward. Here's what Fauci said. That's what uh, uh, DeSantis said in response to Fauci saying, Despite the guidelines and the recommendations to open up carefully and prudently, some states skipped over those and just opened up too quickly. He's probably referring to Georgia as well back then. Remember Governor Kemp, uh, when he was still a well-respected Republican, opened his state uh, way too early for Fauci's like him. They had to increase deaths before anyone could do that. Uh, he said, and definitely, certainly Florida, I think jumped over a couple of checkpoints. Well, it's funny though, because look at New York compared to Florida. DeSantis sharing this chart. Our kids belong in school and Florida's decision to keep schools open was the right thing to do. When compared to other states of similar size, Florida has fewer pediatric cases per 100,000. Also, compared to Florida, 38 states rank higher for COVID mortality among seniors 65 and older per capita. Well, why is that? Because Ron DeSantis did things correctly and he gets demonized for it from the mainstream media. They can't stand how well DeSantis 
uh, has done for himself and has done for the state of Florida. Uh, let's see. We got more news to get into today. You got New York City Public School asking parents to reflect on their whiteness. What? How, reflect on your Oh, yeah. There's eight white identities. You didn't know that? There's white supremacist. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. There's white voyeurism. There's white privilege. There's white benefit. There's there's white confessional. There's white critical, white traitor, and white abolitionist. Okay, and remember, this is happening in a New York City public school. This is the left for you. This is why the left needs to be defeated. This is why we can't compromise. We can't work with the left. We have to defeat them. Or else that, that declaring your whiteness and what stage of whiteness you are. That becomes the whole country. Jen Psaki, White House press secretary today, as was uh, she she does this thing where people tweet her questions and then she well tries to answer them. She really doesn't answer a thing. Question: What is President Biden doing for my small business? Saki, first and foremost, he nominated a woman to lead the Small Business Administration. Oh, uh-huh. What? Wait a minute. The question was, what's he doing for my small business? Uh, he nominated a woman to lead the Small Business Administration. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want me to ask it again? No. Da, 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 da. I'll circle back. But he did nominate a woman. Whoa. Wow. Fantastic, right? Does, does does that woman have a name? Does that woman have credentials? Does she have experience that gets her there? Oh, da, 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 da. no, he picked a woman. So strictly because she's a woman. Fantastic. On, uh, uh, besides that, Jen Psaki also took a question about Major and Champ, the Biden dogs. Now, when she gets asked a real question, she has no answer whatsoever remember tj ducklow and how he resigned right well the reporter asked well biden said if you if you're ever working with me and i hear you treat another colleague with disrespect i promise you i promise you i'll fire you on the spot he didn't fire tj ducklow jen Psaki, uh, he's no longer employed here and i i think that 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 speaks for itself it, Again, no answer whatsoever. Now, the National Pulse reporting today. I can't, I, I'm sorry, but I can't stand Jen Psaki. And by the way, never in her press conference has committed to Israel being an ally. And the National Pulse picked up on that today. Here's your headline. Kamala Harris is now making Joe Biden's head of state calls for him. Whoa, whoa. Why is the vice president doing that for the president the white house published a readout yesterday entitled readout of vice president kamala harris's call with president emmanuel macron of france it's bizarre for a vice president to be making uh, contact with key world leaders just weeks into an administration but listen to this vice president kamala harris spoke today with president emmanuel macron of France 
and expressed her commitment to strengthen the yada, 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 yada. Vice President Harris, President Macron agreed on the need for close bilateral, multilateral cooperation to address COVID-19. This seems to me, though, and by the way, this wasn't the only leader she spoke to. She also spoke to Canadian Prime Minister. People kind? Justin Trudeau? No, no, no. We don't like to say humankind. We want to be more inclusive. We say people kind. That's how stupid Trudeau is. Now, it says the president has still, still refused to call the prime minister of Israel. Well, in Breitbart today, here's your headline now, because they don't want an ally in Israel. Remember, we would much rather be friendly with Iran so far away than we would possibly be with the only democracy in the Middle East, Israel. Israel's pushing back. Israel suggests it may ignore Joe Biden on Iran so far away after Biden ignores Netanyahu. Uh, is there, uh, while the White House still insists that Iran must adhere to the deal before the, US, the, idea, the Iran uh, nuclear deal. Remember, they were supposed to not have nuclear weapons and we just about gave them cash to get nuclear weapons. Uh, it says the U.S. will drop sanctions. Uh, it has still been signaling its willingness to compromise with the regime. Israel, though, may be forced to pursue its own strategy. This is according to a report in Israel Hayam. This was uh, uh, today. Israel held out the possibility that it would not engage with U.S. President Joe Biden on strategy regarding the Iranian nuclear program, urging tougher sanctions and a credible military threat. Ambassador uh, Gilad Erdan told Israel's army radio, we will not be able to be part of such a process if the new administration returns to that deal. We think that if the United States returns to the same accord that it already withdrew from, all of its leverage will already be lost. So, um, and Jen Saki reinforcing that, 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 that they're not sure if Israel is an ally yet. Jen Saki also saying, Gun control is a priority. Biden's not afraid to stand up to the NRA. Well, what what is standing up to the NRA? What is that? That's what I want to know. What did the NRA do so bad to Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and Democrats all throughout the country? And for those Democrats who believe in the Second Amendment and the Democrats who have guns, is this your guy? This is who you voted for? The one who's going to stand up to your guns and your right to have those guns? Other news today. Let's see. Lincoln Project co-founder George Conway, remember Kellyanne Conway's husband, calling for the group to be shut down amid turmoil. Lincoln Project co-founder. This is, and by the way, the Lincoln Project has just imploded. Now I, they they have nothing left. They took their money. They're gonna run away with it. You know, even after their co-founder is a gay pedophile john weaver and it seems like everyone knew about it in the lincoln project no one wants to take responsibility for it kurt bardella served as lincoln project senior advisor before announcing his resignation last week just shut it down already it's over bardella said conway writing it's a shame and we shouldn't forget the hard work of so many people and the positive things the organization did but yes i think this is right now, James O'Keefe, it's funny, I always I always feel like I, I, I loop Project uh, Veritas in with the Lincoln Project. It just sort of happens um, on the program. Two uh, projects that, 
that it couldn't stand for uh, uh, any more different uh, morals and principles. I, James O'Keefe exposes big tech, exposes the Democrat Party, whereas the Lincoln Project just uh, 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 exposes Republicans. I don't even want to use the word "exposed" Republicans because they believe they're the only thing they expose is themselves as being liberal Democrats with a faith. And by the way, so. Here's another beef that I have with the Lincoln Project, right? And 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 with people that 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 hide who they really well and truly are. George Conway, you're not a Republican. You're a Democrat. Come out and say it. Don't hide behind Republicans. Don't hide the truth from people. Rick Wilson, same thing. Steve Schmidt, you people aren't Republicans. You have no conservative values whatsoever. This is why bad things happen to them. Why bad things happen to the Lincoln Project, in the Lincoln Project, because they're bad, phony, fake people. Why can't you, Philip Ward, me, I'm a conservative. I will argue that to anyone. I believe in conservative values. I believe in the contract with America, individual liberty, economic opportunity, limited government, personal responsibility, security at home and abroad. What's so wrong about all of that? There's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you disagree with me, go ahead. Tell me you disagree. But I'm not going to change who I am so I can get a paycheck. I mean, unbelievable. No integrity in any of them whatsoever. No honesty at all. Anyway, so James O'Keefe and Project Veritas exposing Facebook. So, Mark Zuckerberg, this is from July of uh, 2020. We just, we don't, we don't know the, the, the long-term side effects of basically modifying people's DNA and RNA. Now, that, that he's talking about the COVID vaccine. It, it, it shouldn't be a big deal, right? But here's Facebook's policy. Today, and this was uh, uh, last week, February 8th, Today, we are expanding our efforts to remove false claims on Facebook and, uh, uh, hold on, I lost the, my page here, false claims on Facebook and Instagram about COVID-19. Claims, now one of those uh, policy updates says claims that COVID vaccine, the COVID vaccine, will change people's DNA. Wait a minute, didn't Zuckerberg just say that? We just don't know the long-term side effects of basically modifying people's DNA and RNA. So by his own policy, him saying this would be thrown out. It would, it would be gone. So again, you know, Project Veritas does an incredible job with all of that and, and always shows how hip hypocritical the left really well is. And truly is and that's why the left has to be defeated and Republicans now they have the choice Donald Trump has laid down the gauntlet tonight either go with the 75 million Americans who legally voted for Donald Trump and the 75% of Republicans that want Donald Trump to play a prominent role in the party or you go with Mitch McConnell and remain the minority party and continue to lose elections. 
I know which way I'm going, and I know the way that I would predict that 75 million Americans would go as well. And guess what? That ain't with the Senate Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell. That's with the Make America Great Again, America First Agenda, the winning strategy, style, uh, campaign of Donald Trump. And, and, and that's what I'm going to do. I believe Donald Trump should play a prominent role. I agree with those 75% of Republicans. And I really do believe the majority of Republicans and conservatives in this country agree with me on that and agree that it should be Donald Trump leading the Republican Party. Not this, and, what, and, and, and call it what it is, this loser from Kentucky, Mitch McConnell. You know, Reagan spoke about a time for choosing. And for Republicans right now, this is a time for choosing. Winning America First Agenda Trump or losing D.C. Swamp Establishment First Agenda of McConnell.